Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans, by fans. Hey NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks. And look who's back together. Finally, it's the fabulous three, myself, Miss Tam, and my man, Mr. Front Row Kenny. Hey guys. What it do, what What's it do, the good. gang, the band, the trio, the fabulous three, the three amigos, the three whatever i don't know i ran out of stuff did i yeah well just make them up if you want to we are back <laughs> together it's been it's been a couple of weeks so for our loyal listeners who missed us last week you guys know we didn't record we took a page from nascar and took off for the easter break happy belated easter i hope you guys had a wonderful weekend a wonderful sunday Hopefully you sat down and had a wonderful meal with your family. And prior to that, the three of us haven't actually been together for various reasons. Kenny was holding down the podcast for us. Renee has some things going on. I actually had a concussion one week. So it's been a crazy couple of weeks, but we are back and we are about to talk martinsville baby kenny what it do what it do man what's happening what is happening y'all we are all three of us all together again on a fine sunday you know the craziest thing is it could have been earlier but you know it rained in martinsville unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) it's it's so crazy that's three weekends we've had with rain unfortunately and it's just nothing anybody can do about it however my weekend before that was actually pretty Good. It wasn't too bad. I got a new desk, actually, a L-shaped desk, because I wanted more functionality and more space. And I also got a new computer, so I need to make room for that, for my monitor and all that, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I was Bob the Builder this weekend. I got that done, so I was happy about that. But what I was also happy about is a whole bunch of good things actually happened in between these last couple weeks, or at least this last week, that I received. So my friend who is at Howard, my friend Alexis at Howard, became a licensed social worker in the state of Maryland. So big congrats to her. My girlfriend, Kim, she got top sales at her salon. So big ups to her, of course. You already know that. I got to shout her out because I didn't shout her out on Twitch. So she was like, you ain't even want to shout me out. I was like, it's not even personal. I got you. (laughs) Okay, so this Um, is a big moment for the podcast. Kenny actually shouted out his girlfriend. I did. Yeah, I, I did. I caught that too. I did. I had I had to because she was going to be on my head if I didn't, especially me giving these shout outs to other people right now. My brother, of course, I got to my brother, Kel, got to give him a big shout out. He got into the master's program at Winston-Salem State University for computer science this weekend. He just got accepted. So big ups to little bro. It is scary as hell that he's about to graduate college, but I'm also proud of him at the same exact time. <laughs> that time was like, fast, Kenny. Like, I remember Who you when, telling? No, I remember when <laughs> you and your family were driving to move him into his dorm room in college, and now he's about to graduate. The time has gone by fast. And yes, I do want to give a shout out to your brother and your mother, because I saw your mother posted it on Facebook because she tagged you. And I was like, oh, Kenny's brother is all grown up. 
So shout Man, out it's, to him. It's crazy. Renee, you want to shout is. out your girl just because? <laughs> 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 you know, I wasn't gonna let that pass. I want to get, yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll just give a shout out to all the pandemic uh, couples out there, the uh, pandemic <laughs> partners and the COVID couples. Okay, Mister Deflector. Man, I think that's we, we ain't there yet. Oh, we not there yet. Okay, I stand corrected. His lady friend. There you go. Yeah, there we go. We're there you go. go. Okay, I got two more shout outs and I'm done. That's it. Shout out Dontre. Oh, go ahead. Shout out to Dontre. Oh, and shout out to yeah. all our folks on the Clubhouse app. So we are recording this podcast right after Martinsville. And during the last 100 laps, Kenny and I jumped on Clubhouse. And we had a small room, but it was not small in conversation. We had Rohan in the room. Shout out to Rohan and Mahiri. And shout out my guy Mahiri. That's my guy. That's that's Kenny's guy. So Mahiri is most controversial topics. (laughs) Right? He's a young guy, very knowledgeable about NASCAR, very controversial, but in a good way. He just, you know, has his strong opinions. Shout out to (laughs) Dustin who joined us today, as well as Clayton and his family. And yeah, we are missing Sonny. We haven't had Sunny in a room, but hopefully Sunny will be in our next clubhouse room on Wednesday. And if you guys want to join us, just look for or search for all turns, no breaks. Well, actually, no, you have to search for NASCAR talk and look for the all turns, no breaks logo. There are two NASCAR talk rooms, but we are the OG. We are the original. We are the one that shows up every Wednesday and sometimes on Sunday. So without further ado, let's just jump right into the top 10 from Martinsville, as well as some notables. Martin Truex Jr. led 20 laps and took the W as well as the grandfather clock at Martinsville. That made eight winners in eight weeks. Or are we at nine winners in nine races? Which one is it? Nope. Think is it's it eight? eight? Yeah, no, it's eight. It's eight because I think he repeated. Yeah, yeah he's okay. the first repeat. So eight. Just to make sure we clarify this and clear this real quick. So we had seven different winners in eight weeks. That's what it is because Martin Truex is the repeat winner and the only repeat winner. Just want to make sure we get that out of the way. Okay, so seven and eight. So we've had a total of eight races and seven winners. I think eight and nine. We skipped a week. (laughs) You know what? I've been doing this a lot lately because I think I said that last week. Maybe it was in Clubhouse. I was like nine for nine. But so we've only had eight races and seven winners. I know you're excited for Talladega. It's all good. It's it's coming up soon. (laughs) So Chase Elliott was runner up. Chase played his hand really great because Denny and Truex Jr. were battling the last few laps and well, a little bit more before the last few laps, but they were battling and Chase saw an opportunity and he got in front of Denny and came home with a second place finish. Denny Hamlin, who actually led 276 laps, came in third. Willie Bias and William Byron led nine laps, came in fourth. Larson, top five, he came in fifth. Logano led six laps, he came in Six, Christopher Bell actually led nine laps. He came in seventh, right? 
first of all, I got myself confused because I should not have done the laps because all me t- throwing out all the numbers, I'm like, wait, where am I at in terms of the countdown? But Tyler Reddick didn't lead any laps. He came in eighth, Harvick ninth, and mm-hmm. Kyle Busch, who had a pretty interesting day. He rounded out our top 10 notables. That dang old Blaney, Ryan Blaney actually led 157 laps and came up short. And Bubba, and that was a sight to see. And this is actually a coincidence or not. The number 23 led 23 laps. So, yeah. Oh, one last thing. It was 18 drivers on the lead that? lap. That's good for Bubba. So that wasn't bad. But, yeah. So that is a quick summary. How many cautions did we have? We had a lot of cautions. Did they set a record or close to it? I don't think they I set a record. It'd probably be close to it. Yeah. Yeah, we did have a lot. So, what is there left to talk about? <laughs> I'm like, all we did well. was the top 10, and I'm like, what is there left to talk about? You know, coming off well, of Easter is pretty good. quiet, but we actually do have things to talk about. How about that fight? I don't even know the guys' names that were fighting in the Xfinity race. <laughs> What were they fighting for last place? Like, what was what what was happening? And somebody, they called it a dust-up. I was like, no, that was actually a fight because they were on the ground and I saw punches being thrown. Yeah, them yeah, boys was fighting. It, 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 it always makes me laugh when, when they, they refer to, uh, you know, some incidences that happen, uh, regardless of, of what the sport is as a dust-up. And then you go, dust-up? Well, who wants to watch a dust-up? And then you realize, Man, that was a fight. They were throwing punches. Like, <laughs> what is what's considered a just a dust up, and what's considered an actual fight, a brouhaha, or whatever? I guess I don't know. I don't know. That was to me that was a fight. But for those that may watch Xfinity as much as I do, one of my favorite stock car series by far. <laughs> um, yeah. Joe Joe Graf and Greg Galding. And craziest thing about Greg Galding is he has such a weird career arc like he i remember when he came into the sport and he was like that he he was like that guy with the Krispy Kreme card everyone knew who he was i think his dad or something like that they backed him because of that or whatever it was and he had a ton of money then kind of fizzled out didn't really become you know past that and Joe Graf actually matter of fact Got to give a shout out to Antonio Williams, who's on the Buffalo Bills, is actually investing in Joe Graff's team, right? Crazy, crazy story. NFL guy investing in the NASCAR team again. Um, So that was who the fight was with. And they had got into it as they came to the line, apparently. And they also had some other issues. So, yeah, that kind of happened and they scuffled. But the real important thing out of that entire Xfinity race was Josh Berry who races for Dale Jr., got his first Xfinity win. And he's not in a full-time ride either, so he will not be in the playoffs as it stands today, unfortunately. But I think that was a really popular win there because he has won there in a late model for the uh, infamous fall race from Martinsville. Late model race, the whatever it's called, 300. I forget the entitlement. But yeah, Josh Berry winning that race was huge. And as always, daytime racing in Martinsville and in general is always really good, and that's what happened. Yeah, unfortunately, I almost felt as if the win was being overlooked because there was so much talk about the fight, and the fight didn't even happen on the track. It happened in the garage, which was pretty wild. But yeah, shout out to J.R. 
motorsports. If we haven't learned anything else, they know how to pick some talent over there. Junior motorsports, that is. Yeah, no, they got a they got a very interesting bunch over there. Justin Allgaier, Noah Gragson, who also took home that hundred grand for the dash for cash today. So big money check for him. But yeah, you know, Sam Mayer as well is also gonna be in that in that car. But yeah, they got a pretty solid mix of drivers in there. And I think they will have a good shot at running at the playoffs again in Xfinity. They should, honestly. They they very well should. But, yeah, the race was good. I, that was a good start to the day because the cup race was really good from the day to night transition. I thought it was a really damn good race. I, I enjoyed it. I love Martinsville. So, by default, I'm just, nine times out of ten, I'm going to like the race. Well, I think both races were good. I'm actually glad that they ended up being on Sunday. We got somewhat of a double header thanks to the double header thanks to the rain. And <laughs> I, w- I said double hitter, but I meant to say double header. Yeah. That, I- rain hit, that rain was a double hit. So, I mean, I guess it fits, yeah. right? Well, I was actually thinking about baseball. Speaking of, Renee, did have you been to a game yet? Because now Dodger Stadium is no, open. I- but I think the tickets are expensive. Yes. Yeah, so the, I was actually talking about that with uh, a couple of friends of mine who wanted to go to these games. And they, one of my buddies had sent me a, a screenshot of the tickets he bought. And they, they were like pretty expensive than what they, they normally are for obvious reasons. But the parking was horrendous. I think the guy ended up spending like, like, like several hundred dollars for tickets and parking. And I was just like, Oh my God. Like, and, and his seats were like, not even in a good area. They were still way up there in the nosebleeds. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, dude, why would you pay that much just to go to, <laughs> just to, go to a game? I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'll, be able, uh, if I'll make a game out this particular year. But, I mean, if it gets too expensive like that, yeah, I, I, I'll just watch it, like, at home or something like that. Because I, I don't want to be throwing hundreds of dollars just, just to go and sit up in the nosebleeds. Yeah, I think that because of the fact that the tickets are limited, because we're still practicing social distancing, the tickets that are available are a little bit pricey. Well, I don't know if they just have to make up the money some kind of way, and that's just the way that they're going to have to do it. But yeah, no, thank you. I, I, I'll watch it straight from home. I'll buy a bag of peanuts and a and, and just, <laughs> and just watch it at home. That's all right. I'm. <laughs> I'm happy yeah, baseball you know what I'm season is back, though. I <laughs> I can't imagine what the ticket prices over there are, let alone what they probably are for the Mets. I can't even imagine. I'm not even thinking twice about it. So even when I go to New York in the summer, I ain't even going. I'm, I'm not even entertaining the thought because I know those tickets are going to be incredibly expensive. Well, I feel like because we went in Clubhouse, I'm like, wait, what do we need to talk about on the podcast? So... <laughs> What did we t- I guess we'll talk a little bit about some of the things that came up on Clubhouse and we'll share with you and you guys can tweet us and let us know your thoughts about it. But two topics that were pretty interesting. The question came up, who was a better driver, Ty Dillon or Austin Dillon? We also talked about who was a better driver out of Willie B and Alex Bowman. Those were... Interesting topics because I feel like the room was split on those two things. And what else did we talk about, Kenny? Sure. We talked about a little bit of everything. Definitely the um the driver comparison. That was one interesting topic we had. Also, one that actually we haven't even covered in this in this episode specifically, it is more so geared towards Stuart Haas. They are in hell 
and they need help. <laughs> like it, it is, it is bad right now. I don't, I don't know what's going on necessarily outside of Harvick. It just hasn't really clicked for them. Unfortunately, it's strange, but it, like I said on Clubhouse, I feel like it is almost getting to the point where they're like Hendrick a little bit, where they had a high moment, even though their high moment wasn't as long because they obviously haven't been around that long it just kind of collapsed and it just hasn't really been what they were. Cause I remember the year they were pretty much everyone on that team had a win at one point in the season. Like that's how good they were at a point. And even at the super speedway race, the Talladega, those four cars, they were at the front every time in the spring and in the fall, they were that good. But ever since then, it just really hasn't been there. It, it just hasn't right now. I'm not really sure what's going on. I know it's only been eight races, but still, Usually by this point in time, someone like Harvey gets clicked and they, he's won at a place like Atlanta where he struggled a lot. And he said that was one of the worst race cars he's ever had, unfortunately, at Atlanta. And it doesn't really help with two younger teammates in Cole Custer and Chase Briscoe who are still trying to figure themselves out right now in Cup. And it's not going to be right away. And that, that's OK. But also your other veteran, technically speaking, is vet, Eric Almarola. And it hasn't really gone well for him. He almost had a solid day until a couple things happened to him today in Martinsville. It just didn't really, you know, pan out to be anything much for him. But yeah, they seem to be in trouble in my eyes. And I think that's something you got to continue to look forward as we go to Richmond next week, Talladega, and then Kansas. So those next three races, definitely something you got to, you know, continue to keep an eye on. It's interesting that you brought that up because when you look at the top 10 from Martinsville, Three of the Hendrick drivers are actually in the top 10, but where are the Haas drivers? The Stuart Haas drivers, like how many are in the top 10? And to be quite honest, who on that team is championship caliber, except aside from, I shouldn't say except, but aside from Harvick? You're two veterans. They're the only two that's gotten either close or gotten to the championship. It's just him and Amarola, really. Okay. I, I can't depend on honest, Cole or it's, Chase. It's Eric Amarola championship material. If you had to bet $5,000 on him winning a championship, are you going to keep your $5,000 and invest it someplace else? Or are you going to put it on him to win a championship? I'll probably keep my money, but you get you get what I'm uh, saying. Okay. But you get my point. <laughs> I'll second that motion. That's all. I get, I get your point. You get point. I get your point. Yes, I get your point. Yes, but I'm just saying, in, in the grand scheme of what has happened, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and joke is, what what's going on with that team? Well, Martin uh, did win, so I, I guess mean, that's they, not really I mean, a valid question wins. at this point. But they got three wins already as a collective, so I think. Yeah, that's why I said after okay. I thought about it, I'm like, that's not a valid question. <laughs> They're doing quite okay. Yeah. I was gonna say they all right. They I think they good. they're good for right now. Yeah. It's just it's just Haas. That's they're very you know, in terms of top level, so to speak, they're the ones I look at the most. Everyone else seems to be steady. Not necessarily everyone is one, but everyone is steady. Pensy's got two wins already, right? That's two and they got two out of three. And they're stable. Joey and Blaney got a win. So next is Brad. And he is one at Richmond. And Richmond is coming up. So wouldn't shock me. (laughs) Did we miss anything? Because we're coming off of a break. It's not that much news going on. We can create some stories. but And when I say create, I'm just saying really like dig deep to talk about some things. But is it necessary? 
Like speaking of, there are, are, are some people on Twitter and I'm not going to say who, but I just feel like, and Kenny knows one of the people that I'm talking about. They just be talking to be talking, just be throwing up stuff just to be throwing up stuff. No, you mean no, like it happens. Just, <laughs> you're talking about not, like people who just throw throw information out there just to try to be relevant. Exactly. Yes. It doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> yes. Like that, literally, it drives me crazy. I'm like, okay. I'm like, man, it's great to, you know, have a platform and, you know, people listen to it. But I think also what the problem comes in is when you're with some people, people grab at every single word that some people say. You got to understand that in this day and age, like especially people that are like way younger than myself, for example, they will gravitate towards everything you say, everything you do, anything you release. <laughs> you know, like sometimes it's really, really just best not to say anything. Like I'm not trying to censor anybody, but I'm just saying like sometimes it's really not necessary. Like it would be incredibly ludicrous for me to sit here and say, man, you know, things don't look so good at Team X. I wonder why X happened and I wonder why X happened and it literally just isn't a realistic situation nor anything that's probably anywhere near close. It's just not necessary. It's it's not. You know, it's it, it's a it's a, it can be a problem at times, but yeah, I I am I can echo that statement 100%. As you can see my frustration. <laughs> yeah. And don't get me wrong, like earlier in this podcast, we would really dig for stories, but they were actually stories. And we talked about See, the different. stories. We never made up stories. Now, obviously, we may pose some questions to make you think, but we didn't try to throw out things just because, if that makes sense. Or maybe I'm not making the best correlation. No, but that's right on mo- That's right on the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's like okay. Something, something about some sponsor, you know, like, ah, oh, you're reaching for a story that's not there. Or something, yeah, something it's... about this driver did X, Y, Z. Again, you're reaching for a story that's not there. We tend to be a little bit more factual, if that makes sense. And again, we give you our opinion and we talk about the what ifs and what could be, but we definitely don't twist things. But it was a fine line. Yeah, that was just a thought. So on that note, I guess it is time for some predictions, maybe. All right. Okay. I got one last thing, and that's it. We can go to predictions. Okay. Well, next we... gen car. Oh, next gen. That's next right. gen car comes out. Yeah, that's big. That that's that's a little it's a little crazy because we've been waiting for that because it was supposed to happen this year, but obviously we are in a panoramic, so that happened, right? <laughs> and they come out. Very soon, the first week of May, they will release, the manufacturers release their first look at the brand new car. The car has been tested, and yeah, it is going to be exciting as we get ready to hit the next generation in NASCAR. I have seen too many damn variations in my lifetime, but it's kind of cool at the same time. <laughs> I went from Gen 4 to where we're at today, so I think this will be the eighth generation of the NASCAR Cup car, so yeah, I have seen, I can't say I've seen them all, but I've seen a good deal of them, which is crazy, but I'm excited for this. Speaking of testing, what were Bubba's thoughts? Because I feel like we may have missed when he tests. We didn't cover it, I know. So this is... I can't remember his direct quotes, but I know a lot of drivers have so far said it feels a lot different. It's a little twitchy, I guess. I guess the car handles a lot differently now. It's got a five-year 
transmission, not not four, not not four anymore. We're no longer we we no longer have an H pattern. So that's um at least I don't think it's an H pattern anymore. But yeah, it's it's different. Yeah, it, it's very different. It, the car sounds different as well. It, it'll be interesting to see a group of them eventually, and we can figure out what they may sound like. Um, some people like it, some people don't. Um, that is your prerogative, obviously. I am not going to sway you in any other way. But yeah, it's it's a cool looking car. It, it's a really cool looking car. And it, to me, it sounds great. We had that conversation in one of the Clubhouse F1 rooms about car sounds. And NASCAR fans, F1 fans, well, any fan can be fanatical. But as you guys know, there's nothing like a NASCAR fan. It's going to be interesting to see what fans have to say and how they react and how hard they go about the way the next gen car sounds. But I guess we have to wait yeah. and see until we see them all together on we'll, the track. We'll see. It'll it'll be interesting. The one race I'm marking on the calendar for next year is definitely the Coke 600 because I want to see how how well these cars are made i want to see how bad they'll get beaten up because i mean that was the purpose of these long races was to see who can actually make it the farthest because i mean attrition used to be major like major engines blown suspensions breaking etc etc axles breaking brakes fail and all this other stuff i'm intrigued to see how how much the car gets beat up in a race like that that's that's what i'm really looking forward to yeah i can see the full potential of what that car is made of on that track yeah, it'll it'll be cool. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait for the reveal coming up in May. It's going to be special as we get ready to embark on a brand new generation. And you say F1, Tam, the same thing in F1. We're getting new new rules and new regulations. So as weird as this season is going to end up being, next season is going to be probably even crazier. So I'm looking forward to it. Okay. You guys ready for some predictions? All right. It's time for race predictions. There it is. I'm. What else? You want me to say it again? Look. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Prediction time, and we are at Richmond. You know, my pick is going to go with uh, uh, so- somebody who Kenny was alluding to a little bit earlier, and uh, you said his name just a little bit ago, and. Uh, because he does do well at Richmond, and I, I'm I'm gonna go with my winner with Brad Keselowski. Didn't he win it last year, Kenny? Yes, sir. He sure did. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna go with Brad Keselowski again this year as my Richmond winner, and for my alternative pick, I'm gonna go with Denny Hamlin. To be honest with you, um, so look look for Brad Keselowski to be my first winner, and then my alternative pick is going to be Denny Hamlin. Those are my picks. I'm sticking with him, Kenny. What do you say? All right, we are going to Richmond, aka the Excitement Track, a short track, one of my favorites, and it's going to be in the daytime next Sunday, so I'm happy. (laughs) With that being said, for me, I am actually going to go with someone who has not won since, really, truthfully, last year in the fall. I'm going with Kyle Busch. He won there back-to-back in 2018. I think he's an easy pick in my eyes, and I think that would be a great place for him to win in my alternative pick. Is someone who has been very good with the 750 horsepower, and that would be Mr. Brad Keselowski, a.k.a. Bad Brad sometimes. <laughs> I think he'd be a great pick going into Richmond, and I think that's what I'm sticking with. Those are my picks. What say you, Miss Town? You already know. Even the clubhouse room already knew. 
I'm going with Denny Hamlin until he wins. It's like crazy to me that he still hasn't won. So Denny Hamlin is my pick to win. And my alternative, I think that we are going to see a back-to-back winner. And when I say back-to-back, I guess technically it's not back-to-back, but we're going to see someone who's already won a race this year win again. And that's Joy Hamlin. Nope. And that is... (laughs) And that is Joey Logano. <laughs> I knew what you meant, and I knew where you were going, Tim, but that just sounded so nice. <laughs> I was like, man, that name sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Those are our picks, and we are sticking with them. What say you, fans of All Turns No Breaks? Hit us up on our social media. Across the board, it's at Turns No Breaks. Once again, across the board, at Turns no breaks. Let us know who your winner will be. Let us know your alternative pick if you'd like. And um, with that being said, as always, we certainly do appreciate you uh, listening and tuning in and supporting All Turns No Breaks. Please let anybody else that you know that loves NASCAR just as much as you do, just as much as we do, and turn them on to our podcast. We certainly do appreciate that. It certainly is good to be back again, and we certainly hope to see you again next week for Tam, myself, and Front Row Kenny. Be safe, be kind to each other, and we'll see you next week on another episode of All Turns, No Breaks. See y'all. Happy birthday, Dontre, and happy birthday to Lucia. Always appreciate y'all. See (laughs) y'all. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. 